And I get my money longer when my brother died. That's where it turned me to a monster. All right, look, we've got beef. We have got beef. Blue Thomas against Arahawani. The mega powers collide. It is Hulk Hogan against Macho Man Randy Savage. WrestleMania 5 vibes. Or was it WrestleMania 4? It doesn't really matter, does it? It's got nothing to do with what I'm going to talk about. But anyway, <clears throat> where shall I start? All right, look. I made a video a few months ago, maybe 6, 8, 32, 74 months ago. I can't remember exactly when it was, but I do remember I was driving to work in my car and I made a video basically asking the question saying, I have a feeling that these two guys don't like each other. And I just want to get to the bottom of how this rift started. And I've done my own research. I've, I, I saw some interviews that Luke Thomas did on YouTube and I, I, I found some information on Reddit which is a dangerous place to play. But if you find the right sources, it is decent to uncover some information that you might not normally uncover just using general Google techniques, you know? And um, yeah, so, so I found some information about it and I kind of share that information saying, if you guys know more about it, please put it in the comments because I would like to know. Because um, let's be blunt about it, right? Look, it's two journalists that don't like each other. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not like two fighters that don't like each other. So it's not the kind of story that journalists or, or MMA media outlets are going to pick up and say, um, oh, Luke Thomas and Ari Hawani don't like... Like, it's not a headline on MMA Junkie, is it? Do you know what I mean? But I think, like, that video itself actually was my most viewed ever video to this day. To this day! And that in itself surprised me a little bit because I thought to myself like does anyone really care but clearly people do care because that video got like 23 24,000 views or something like that and it got me loads of new subscribers and it showed me that people are interested in this subject it's just not a subject that like I say MMA outlets are going to pick up on and I'm just a fan that makes videos so let me talk about it Anyway, so I was listening to Arahawani's podcast, and in that podcast, he made this announcement basically saying the Monday show that he's been doing for 11 years, where he has multiple guests on, on Skype or on the phone, etc., etc., is no more. He won't be doing that show any longer. And I was a little bit upset about that because that has been the backbone of my, um, my interaction with MMA content online. Do you know what I mean? Because that was the, the first show, really, that I remember watching on a weekly basis and that was the first time I, I saw Conor McGregor that was the first time I saw Rampage Jackson in, in an interview and you know just stuff like that like that that was literally where I first started to kind of get to know different personalities within 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 the sport and that was Arihawani show so just from a nostalgia point of view and just generally even now I still like you know obviously he hasn't been doing it for the last couple of months I still used to watch it and I didn't watch all of it but I would just watch the fighters that I'm interested in in, in hearing from do you know what I mean so I was a little bit sad about the fact that that show is not going to be going on any longer but during that little speech he gave I'm going to paraphrase because I can't remember exactly what he said but he basically said others try to um copy the format of the show and they found out how difficult it is and um they didn't last um, and obviously that was a thinly veiled jab at Luke Thomas and because obviously Luke Thomas took over Arihawani's MMA hour for MMA fighting. Now that's the first time I can remember Arihawani blatantly taking a shot at Luke Thomas because Luke Thomas has, has I wouldn't say he's taking shots at Arihawani but because he does his show every Friday which I'm actually going to talk about now so um, he does his live chat every Friday and he invites 
fans to ask him questions and, and, and he doesn't avoid any questions. So if, if someone asks him a question about Arahawani, he answers it. Um, and that was the case this Friday. So someone asked him to react to the comments that Arahawani had made. And Luke Thomas basically said, oh, <laughs> that's very rich. That's very rich coming from him because we would book guests two weeks in advance sometimes and we would put out our schedule on at, at eight o'clock in the morning saying today we're going to have so you know these four three four people on the show and he said mysterious powers are at play where without fail every week one or two of those guests would cancel on him and he had said previously he had said the same thing previously but he was more direct about Arohawani basically poaching his guests so look I don't know if that's where the beef started whether that is how it started and actually there were friends before then and that's how the beef started or whether they just didn't like each other but they kept it amicable because I'm pretty sure if you're watching this you've been in a position where you've worked with someone that you don't really like but you just have to get along with because you work with them like I've been there you've been there everyone's been there do you know what I mean so maybe that was the case or maybe they just didn't like each other behind the scenes but that didn't really show because on the MMA beat I thought they kind of gelled quite well do you know what I mean them and Chuck and um, everyone else that that used to be on that show I thought they gelled quite well so I thought it was only right that I make an update to the video that I originally made um, about this topic because it seems like I'm not the only one that cares about it and it's a bit kind of it might be a little bit sad to be honest that I'm this invested in them two having a squabble with each other because that's all it is do you know what I mean but um, it's interesting to know why and it's interesting to know kind of some of the background politics that goes on with these MMA websites and media outlets etc etc um, but yeah so like I said I just like I suppose now's a good time to just say I, I do I really did enjoy Aria Hawani's show and um, I found it quite um funny like the point he was making about how it just kind of he, he lost his love for MMA because every time there'd be a fight on the Saturday all he was thinking about is who can he get on the show on the Monday and it was kind of he was kind of describing it as a logistical kind of pressure on his brain trying to manage the logistics of it on on you know how who he's going to get at what time to get the show to flow and ensure that the fighter or whoever he wants to talk to is available at the specific time etc but for me i think and this is just my perception obviously this isn't a fact or you know this isn't something that anyone said but for me i i think one thing that he didn't mention and i think this might have played a big part in him deciding not to do the monday show is as time has gone on more and more fighters have have been public about their issues with arahawani like i i, I saw a brian ortega interview just this week he did with Brett Okamoto and he mentioned the fact that he doesn't necessarily like talking to a lot of journalists because um, some of them kind of act like your friends but then they don't behave like you like act like your friends to get you on the show but then they do things that a friend wouldn't do and I'm 99.9% I'm certain he was referring to Ara Hawani in that instance um, obviously Ali Abdelaziz and all of his camp don't talk to Ara Hawani and Ara Hawani like um, it's pretty fair to say without being rude he is a very sensitive bloke like you can just see it like the way he conducts himself the interviews that he has when he has little squabbles on twitter with with fighters and the fighter comes on his show like he can't not talk about it and get in his feelings about it do you know what i mean so like i i, I genuinely believe that had a lot to do with him deciding not to do that show anymore and luke thomas basically said it worked out well for him the fact that 
him doing the MMA hour didn't last because now he's doing what he's doing and he's very successful at it. Like I watch his show every week and I, I don't live in a world where I have to pick one or the other. Like I, I like both of the content or I like both of them and the content that they both put out. So I watch Luke Thomas's morning combat on a weekly basis. I watch his live chat on a weekly basis. Um, every time like when he was doing his radio show, they put out like a little 10, 15 minute clip of him just giving his opinion or him doing an interview. I'd watch it. Like I enjoy the content that he produces and I enjoy Ara Hawani and the way he questions people when it comes to the sport. Um, one thing that I do quickly want to say is on that original video that I made, which kind of disheartened me a little bit, was a lot of the anti Ara Hawani comments weren't based on him or things that he's done or things that he said, but they were based on his religion. And there was a lot of racism in my comments. And I don't delete, I don't delete any of my comments. Even when people are saying stuff about me, I, I don't delete it. I, I, I never do. Um, so I, I respond to some, but I don't delete. I don't believe in that. But I just, it just disheartened me that people were coming on and the type of things that they were saying about Arawani and his religion and his ethnic, um, his ethnic background. Like, I just kind of thought to myself, like, you, you guys are sat there watching me and I'm obviously an ethnic minority as well. Like, is that what you think about me? Do you know what I mean? Like, I just, it just kind of, it just left a bit of a sour taste in my mouth, if I'm honest with you guys. And I, I don't know, I don't know whether the hate that Ariel Hawani gets is fair, or it's based on him and his actions, or whether it's based on his religion and the way people perceive people from his religion to be. And if that's the case, then, I mean, God help you guys. Do you know what I mean? Like, if that's, if that's how you base your, um, your way of judging someone's character on on a, on their religion, then I mean that says a lot more about you than it does about him. Do you know what I mean? And and especially people that made comments that oh yeah, Luke Thomas is good and this that and the other and Ara Hawani, he's just uh, I'm not going to say the stuff that they said. Like if Luke Thomas, even though he dislikes Ara Hawani blatantly, if he saw that, he'd probably sit there and be just as disgusted as Ara Hawani and, and I was reading it. Like, so you guys need to fucking sort your lives out, whoever you are that was commenting on my first video, if you're going to come back and, 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 and watch this one. But yeah, that's the update, man. That's the update with regards to Luke Thomas and the Ara Hawani beef. Let me know. What you're like, for me personally, I think it's worked out all right. The, the thing that I'm a little bit upset about is that the like that show, I like that show every Monday. I like the fact that Monday evening for me, because it'd be in the afternoon or, or early, late morning, early afternoon in America or whatever. <clears throat> I knew Monday evening on my way from on my way home from work, I could just listen to that in my car and listen to guests coming in and stuff like that. And that's not going to be the case anymore. And the funny, the funny thing is, right, where Ara Hawani was basically saying that, um, either, you know, they try to copy the format, but they failed. Like. Luke Thomas and Brian Campbell started doing the morning combat before Ara Hawani and um, Daniel Cormier started doing their show. And it's, it's exactly the same format. Do you know what I mean? Two guys sat there talking about current affairs in MMA um, and morning combat do a bit of boxing as well. Whereas Ara Hawani and Luke, uh, sorry, Ara Hawani and, and Daniel Cormier um, just talk about MMA. So it's kind of like, like Ari Hawani was so butthurt that Luke Thomas carried on doing his show that he thought that, that he thought of the format, etc. But you're now basically doing the same thing that Luke Thomas and and Brian Campbell have been doing. But like, there's no, there's no like, 
there's no monopoly over any of these ideas because none of these ideas are new. Like having a call-in show isn't a new idea or two people, two analysts or whatever talking about subjects that are, are current within a sport or a, or just in, in the news, whatever. That's not a new idea either. Nobody owns any of those ideas. So chill out a little bit. Stop being so sensitive. Um, but yeah, that those are my thoughts with regards to this subject matter. Please feel free to put your comments below. Don't be scared to hit the like button. If you've enjoyed this video, subscribe to, I was going to say subscribe to a friend. Share this with a friend and subscribe to the channel if you've enjoyed it. Um, yeah, just share your comments, man. Let me know what you guys think about this current, like, toing and froing between the two of them. And um, just your thoughts generally. And like I said before, I do respond to most of the comments if they're not stupid or ignorant or just dumb. Anyway, I'll catch you guys next time.